0: Welcome to Victoria's Parenting Podcast. Today, I'm going to be talking about the three top things you can do to help your kids retain a sense of normality. I'm your host, Arabella Hill. Let's get into it. So many kids are suffering right now. It's been a really terrible ride for... Everybody and children are the ones that are feeling it the most. And so it's more important than ever to try and give them a sense of normality. I was talking to some parents the other day about their children who are toddlers And a few of them had babies last year. You can imagine the kind of world these little kids are growing up into. Lockdowns and masks and things like that, that we never had to grow up with. Not even my son, who's 19, he never had to grow up with. So... It can really be worrying and it kind of worries me actually, what kind of mental health issues that this might cause later on, what kind of temperament may it cause later on, we just don't know. So it's important for parents to try and retain a sense of normality, retain a sense of stability, for their children at home despite the craziness that's going on in the world at the moment we need to protect their mental health more than ever so number 1 here are three top things you can do number 1 get back to basics you over it's funny because we tend to overlook really simple things sometimes when we're having issues we can tend to look at really big things. We think we need to take massive, like we need a big strategy, big action, but we forget about all the little things. Often big success is compounded by little tiny things that we overlook. So little things that we do and little steps that we take can lead to the big success, can lead to solving of the big problems. It's often not one massive thing that you do, but an accumulation of a lot of smaller things. So, number one is to get back to basics. Sometimes we can get so wrapped up in the news that we forget there's a whole world out there. So, get out in nature with no phones or screens of any kind, no music in earbuds, just you and your kids in nature, listening to nature hearing the sound of the wind rustling through the trees or the waves rolling in. If they're smaller, you can play something called the I Spy game, or you can call it something different for older kids and teens, and just be fun and silly with them outside and say, hey, let's just close our eyes. Let's see, what can we hear? What can we smell? What can we touch? What can we taste? Okay, open your eyes. What can you see? And look at things. Like I like. Lect- I live near a forest and I often take my son out. He's 19. He still enjoys it. We have lizards running around and water dragons and we never get bored of trying to spot them. And just doing these simple things that we may have done a 100,000 times already, it helps retrain the mind. It gets you outside. It gets you away from all the noise, away from all the screens. And it's therapeutic in itself because your brain is now navigating a terrain brain that it's not completely used to all the time. I'm not outside 24-7. So it's rewiring the brain. So you can also visit a library as well and read books together. Often libraries have free books that they give away or they have different things that are going on at the library. I don't know A lot of parents who visit libraries nowadays, they tend to do all the book reading online, but there is something that is magical about going to a library and physically just being surrounded by all this knowledge and thumbing through it, you might find some treasures from like decades ago. You could also visit an antiques or a charity store and just hunt for treasures. The fact is, the key is here is to do something that's simple but different. It doesn't have to be, oh, we're going to take them to the zoo today. We're going to take them to a theme park today. We're going to go and spend X amount of money. These things anybody can do, even if you're a single parent and you're really hard on cash, Most charity stores, they have like little toys and little treasures for a couple of cents each. It doesn't cost a lot of money. And yet to your child, it may seem nothing to you, but to your child, it's interesting. And it also depends on their age as well. If they're older, they may not, you know, want to go to charity stores. So work with their likes, work with their interests. Ask yourself, what does your child like? What do they value? and then devise something a day around what they value. If you've got a child that values music, I don't know what it's like where you live, but where I live, there are still some old fashioned music stores where you can go and buy vinyl records and things like that. A lot of kids, they've never seen a vinyl record. You know, you could do anything, take them to a museum that has old-fashioned you know i don't want to say old-fashioned because i'm aging myself but cassette tapes my goodness and things like that it's interesting and it's different it's simple but different because this leads me to number two which is disrupt patterns and this is why you've got to do something different albeit simple take a day to do something completely out of your normal routine do something or go somewhere that you've never been before. This challenges and excites the brain and helps to build new neuro pathways. It could be as simple as going to a new park, um, a little drive in your town or city or neighborhood and go visit a new street that you've never visited before. Go see something that you've never seen before. Simple, effective. Last weekend, I did just that. I needed to disrupt my patterns. I had been inside a lot working and I had noticed that I'd started to not feel so good. So we had a day off, we packed everything in the car, just a normal little blanket some salad and sandwiches and we disrupted our patterns and we went to this little lake that we've never been to before and while we were there we saw a kookaburra in the tree and other birds were attacking it it was kind of interesting just to watch nature and that's all we did we didn't have our phones with us we just sat by the lake ate a salad fought off some ants that were trying to bite us and you know it was great because we disrupted our patterns. So number three partake in an activity that requires teamwork. So for example I often take my son to the arcade and when we get there we decide on a prize we want. We get all strategic and a little bit competitive because he's older now and kids Depends on how they are. They often like to be competitive. So I bring that competitive streak out in him as saying, okay, this is the prize you want. Let's strategize. How are we going to get there? And then we work together and play all these games together in order to try and build enough tickets to get that prize. And it's a fun moment that again, there's no screen times and things like that. It's just me and him in the moment. And I think that is some of the most important things at the moment that you can do with your children. Get a board game. When's the last time you all sat down and played Monopoly together? And maybe make it a little bit interesting. Place wages on it. Go get a little packet of chocolates or something and say, hey, the winner gets this. You know, that you can do that as well. These fun little things. When's the last time that you had a family meal outside in your backyard or if you live in an apartment on your balcony? It's been a while for me to be honest and these things we tend to think they're no big deal but they are and we tend to really miss the very small little action steps that we can take each day that improves The bonding that we have with our children improves our mental health as well as their mental health. Do something different. Build a fort in the middle of the living room, regardless of how old they are. Just get silly and get fun. Turn off the news. Have like a whole day where you don't worry about what's going on in the world. You know, when my son was a toddler, I would turn on music and I would hold him in my arms and I'll just dance like a crazy person together. (laughs) You know, I'm not coordinated. I'm all over the place. I can't sing, but I would and I would hold him up in the air and tickle him and he would love it. And we would do this every single weekend and he would enjoy it. And it made us bond together more as a family because the world can wait. The apocalypse can wait. You know, the world seems to be crumbling, but it has crumbled before and it has come back from being crumbled before. All of that can wait. The news can wait. Everything can wait. Your child needs you now especially if your children are little and they're growing up in this environment and they're having to go to kindergarten with masks on, they're having to social distance, they're having to like extra, extra, extra wash their hands and things like that. Your children need you to instill a sense of normality because this isn't normal and this is damaging a lot of children's mental health. And so we need to act now. We need to do these things in order to protect their mental health, in order to help them grow up with a sense of stability in their lives. The world can wait, your child needs you now. Try out these three things and join me at Victorious Parenting on Facebook I have a page. It's at Victorious Parenting. I also have a group called Victorious Parenting. Join me there, drop a comment and let me know how it goes. And I'll see you or hear you, or you'll hear me next time in my next podcast. Your children are so important. I care about you, I care about your children because strong families equal a strong society and that's what the world needs right now.